0: Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Kroger can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Kroger has got you covered. So order for free pickup at Kroger.com or the app, and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to Self Made Mastery. I am your host Adrian Finch and this is episode number 73, Mastering Manifestation. So today we're diving into another episode on Manifestation and the Law of Attraction. And if you're new here, Manifestation and the Law of Attraction is a very hot topic on this podcast and for a good reason, right? I mean, who doesn't wanna learn how to attain anything you want in life? Whether material things, vacations, relationships, happiness, a new house, your dream job, You name it and it can be yours by harnessing the power of the law of attraction. And the beauty of it is that anyone can do this. All you have to do is learn how it works, open up your mind and just trust the process. So in today's episode, we're gonna take it one step further and talk about some specific exercises that you can do to increase your ability to use the law of attraction and manifest things you desire into your life. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Self-Made Mastery podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start, your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. welcome back to Self-Made Mastery. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? It's nice to be with you again. And as always, thank you so much for clicking play, for taking that step, for choosing to be here, because by doing so, you have committed to this wonderful journey of mastering your mindset and transforming your life. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere where you get your podcasts. So, today we are actually going to skip the one step closer to mindset mastery because we are mastering our minds within this episode. Um, There's a lot in here and I actually was almost going to put even more in here and then I decided, you know what, I think I'm going to do a part two and a part three almost immediately after this episode. There are more exercises than just what I'm talking about today, but I really wanted to dive into the detail as I normally do because I feel like that's when these techniques and actually being able to try these are the most effective uh, when you really understand the logic and the science behind it and why it works and why it's worth your while. So stay tuned and if you clicked on part two or part three and you're here on part one, Good choice. You should start here, and we're going to get right into it. So like I mentioned, today I'm going to dive into a couple of ways that you can really improve your ability to manifest, to really master the power of your intentions, and of course, as always, Like I said, I'll give you the science and the reasoning behind each. That is, why and how it actually works. So specifically, we're going to be talking about visualization here today. Um, So specifically, how it actually works. I know we all talk about visualization, but we're getting deeper here. And I want you guys to know that it's worth your while. And I want to let you also know, especially any new listeners, that I do have a library full of helpful episodes on this topic, on manifestation Um, And I highly recommend starting at the beginning. I mean, you can totally listen to this episode, but if you are new to this kind of general topic, I really recommend starting at the beginning with my Manifest Anything in 24 Hours episode if you haven't listened yet or if you're just new because I really, really dive into the deeper science behind why manifestation is a real thing and why and how the law of attraction works. And I think you'll go into the rest of these episodes feeling a lot more like just you know, able to believe it and just feeling a lot more prepared to learn these techniques because you'll have that basis and that foundation of kind of like, okay, no, I get it. I get that this works, so I'm ready to take it on. So I do recommend going back to those um, at any time and feel free to scroll around my episode list because they really are all so, so helpful if you're trying to master this. And of course we are, right? And if you aren't new, if you've been here, hello, thank you so much for being a loyal listener of Self-Made Mastery. Um, And if you are you know, if you are someone who's been around for a while, I even recommend repeating certain of these episodes because not only will your perspective have changed since you first began to manifest, right? Like now you've been practicing, you've been working on this, um, or maybe you haven't, right? And even more of a reason to get a little refresher, a little reminder. Uh, But if you have been, your perspective has probably changed since then. And it's really interesting to go back and to listen again and to kind of, you know, have a lot more things click with you maybe, and maybe you have a deeper understanding now of how some of these things work. Um, But sometimes you also just need that little refresher of how powerful this stuff really is and that you are capable of doing it. So... Let's get right into it. So like I said, we're going to start off with visualization, something you're probably familiar with and something that I've definitely talked about before. But I want to emphasize specifically in this episode, since you've probably heard of visualization, how important visualizing what you desire truly, truly is and the different ways you can even try visualizing in ways you haven't before that are even more effective. Um, And even if you are someone who meditates already, or maybe you have a vision board and you spend intentional time focusing on it, which are all amazing techniques, and I do them too, uh, what a lot of people don't know is the immense amount of actual research that's been done to support the benefits of this practice, which the practice, visualization, is taking the time to see your success in your mind's eye, right? Visualizing. In your mind's eye, you are seeing your success. You're seeing you in that moment of having the thing that you want. Um, And I'll talk about how to actually visualize in a second. But I wanted to say I love this phrase, mind's eye. And I know that I've heard it before. You guys probably have too. It's not a new phrase, but it's always gone right over my head. And for some reason today, I was reading... Uh, the Secret Law of Attraction by Katherine Hurst. It's just another awesome little short read on um, manifestation. And this phrase, for some reason, just jumped right off the page. And I think it's because the phrase really helps me wrap my head around why visualization is so beneficial. When you see something, you believe that it's there, Right. Because you see it. It's tangible. And that's proof enough for us as humans that it is there. We have a harder time wrapping our brains around things we cannot see. It's just how we're wired to think, right? And then there are some things in the category of kind of in the middle where there are things we cannot see but we know are there. Like cell phone waves, microwaves, wind, things like that. Because we see them operating, and although we don't see them themselves, we see them operating, and so we know they're there. We have this blind kind of trust and faith that they're there, and we see them working every day, so we know that they're there, right? And I always kind of make this connection of, like, isn't it interesting that, you know, we understand that if we turn on a light switch the light will turn on, but we can't see the wiring. We don't understand how it works. We don't know that it's there. We just trust that it's going to turn on. Or, you know, when you make a phone call, you just trust that it works, but you don't understand. You can't see the cell waves. So, I don't know. I always think about that. Like, why don't we have the same faith in things we can't see? Or, you know, if you're religious, I'm personally not, but for anyone who's religious and believes in God or Jesus, you're having faith in something that you're not tangibly seeing. And some might argue that you are tangibly seeing it, right? Because you're seeing the results of having the faith. So I just want to tie that all together to say, like, with visualizing and manifestation, trying to, you know, believe that you really can bring things you desire into your life, I always say to the skeptics, like, well, if you can believe in God and, you know, see these things happening in your life, like, Why can't you believe that your brain and your mind and your subconscious is capable of doing the same thing for things you desire, for other things, right? So when it comes to visualization, um, a lot of athletes, you've probably heard, swear by visualizing their success. And I love how this example can demonstrate the power of visualization. And over the years, psychologists have done lots and lots of research. They've done neuroimaging studies. So they look at the brain. And what they have found is that when you rehearse skills visually in your mind's eye, so in this case with athletes, it would be like visualizing a physical skill or a movement, right? When you are, you know, rehearsing things visually in your mind, neural firings are sparked in the muscle. So you're actually creating and strengthening this sort of internal kind of blueprint that guides you towards success in the relevant area. So for the athletes, they're visualizing jumping over that hurdle. It's actually sparking neurons in your muscles and therefore your performance increases, right? And Honestly, this makes me think of the phrase muscle memory. Like It kind of makes a lot more sense. It's like the mind-body connection being made and then repeated over and over and over. So you're first learning and visualizing the movement, right? Like someone might show you the movement, you look at it, your brain is like absorbing it, so you're thinking about the movement, then you are physically practicing the movement, and then you're repeating it so many times. So as you can imagine, a great example of visualizing working really well is with athletes. Lots of professional athletes will talk about their pregame rituals and how they visualize success or a win or whatever it is. And in the studies I was talking about, they actually looked at skiers in particular. And what they found was that skiers experienced the same electrical firings and muscle patterns visualizing skiing as they did when they were actually skiing. I think that is so insane and crazy and amazing that science is actually showing us that. That all of this mind-body connection stuff is really rooted in science. And I think I love diving into kind of the research behind things because I'm not skeptical. I definitely believe, I'm very spiritual, I believe in things like this, the law of attraction, but it also always just helps my logical side of my brain the analytical side to really grasp onto these concepts because again we're wired sometimes to just not fully be able to grasp a concept that we can't see or that we don't have proof of right we're wired to survive we're wired to fear things and whatever all of these things so in a very very real sense when you are visualizing something you are pretty much experiencing it does that make sense at least your mind thinks you are And we talked actually about that in last week's episode, that your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what's real and what's not. So then how does this visualizing, aka how does tricking your mind into thinking you're experiencing something but you're not, actually lead to manifesting the things you want? Well, in law of attraction terms, that visualizing, that experiencing, And by the way, guys, so I'm kind of explaining this and then we're going to get into actually like, so how do you do it and what are kind of the newer, unique um, and more effective ways to do it? So visualizing that experiencing and those neurons firing while this all happens is actually sending out vibrations that may enhance manifestation. And as you all know, like attracts like. And what that means is basically the vibrations that you put out there are the vibrations that your body and your mind will make space for in your life. Do you guys remember me talking about the RAS, the reticular activating system in your brain? Um, If you don't, Again, I recommend going back to previous episodes, but basically the RAS, its whole entire job is to filter out your reality and show you only what's important. Because believe it or not, there are so many stimuli out there. Like when you walk around, the amount of things that could stimulate your brain, the sounds, the smells, everything you see, everything you hear, what you're focused on. There are so many things out there. And so there has to be a part of your brain that can filter that out and only only show your conscious self the things that matter, right? So it's like you're not hearing every single sound in nature. You're only hearing the stuff that you need to hear. If a car honks their horn because they're about to hit you, you hear that, right? <laughs> um, so the RAS is basically... What looks at your entire reality and filters to your conscious mind, to what you see or hear or, or you know are aware of, it filters only the things that it thinks are important to you that you need to know or see. So out of all the stimuli I was talking about and all the things, all the vibrations out there, the vibrations that you want are out there. You can think of everything you desire basically as an energy or a vibration, right? It exists. It's out there in the universe. Or if you're someone that's a little more into like math or numbers, you can literally think of it as a number. Like think of everything you desire as a number and you want the number that you're thinking of to match the number in reality and you want that to come to you and like meet its match, you know? So... The vibrations that you want are out there. The number you want is out there. But you need to train your brain, your RAS, to filter those good vibrations your way. The ones you want, you need to train it to go find those and bring them to you. And to do that, you have to train it to focus on them, which you do by visualizing them. Does that make sense? So basically, we visualize what we want in order to send those good vibrations to our reticular activating system and out into the universe so that our subconscious learns what to put in front of us, which would come in the form of opportunities, physical objects, people, relationships, whatever it is. And remember, the vibrations or the numbers that we do not want are also out there. So we have to be extra careful and extra intentional with our thoughts so that we not only get what we do want, um, but we can also, you know, avoid getting what we don't want. There's nothing worse, honestly, than accidentally manifesting the opposite of what you want. And trust me, that's possible. You guys are manifesting every single day, whether you are aware of it or not. So it's extremely empowering to realize that you can be aware of it and you can take control and start focusing on manifesting the things you do want and not the things you don't. And guys, if you're still not convinced that visualizing is effective and it's for you, let me give you another reason to give it a shot. So scientific research has actually shown that there are other neurological benefits to practicing mindfulness techniques, which are, you know, visualizing meditation, things like that. Um, For one, it can help get rid of limiting beliefs, which obviously we want to do. Limiting beliefs come from, um, you know, years and years of things being told to you or you experiencing things or you being taught certain things that your mind has just learned to you know has has learned to believe that that is is fact that that is the way of the world Um, and it takes some conscious work to untrain our brains to like see differently to train ourselves to think differently to have different beliefs so a lot of us will have limiting beliefs especially around things like money or relationships um, all based on just past experiences or past things that we were told so apparently according to this research uh, visualizing and doing more of these mindfulness techniques not only will help you manifest the things you want more but it can also help you get rid of those limiting beliefs help you break those down and actually get rid of them it can also rewire and change your brain to improve certain functions so this is called neuroplasticity my mom and I talk about this a lot because she's a psychologist and she knows a lot about this kind of science of how we can actually reframe parts of our brain rewire them and actually change literally like the size and shape of our actual brain um, which is insane and so awesome Uh, and so We can rewire it to improve certain functions like memory. Um, We can also build an increased ability to deal with stress, which I think we all could kind of use right now. And you can develop enhanced passion um, and just more things like that. And ultimately, scientists have just seen mindfulness encourage people more to take charge of their own happiness, which of course is what we do here. So these are all going to benefit you in the long run and in the short run. But sometimes people who don't see like a direct result that second, you know, have a hard time understanding that this is really beneficial for you. And I really want to put it out there that you guys got to just trust the process and you got to just know that what you're doing is helping. Um, yeah. Okay. So how the heck does one go about visualizing? So this is going to be helpful to you whether you've already been visualizing or whether you are new to this. And like I mentioned, there are many ways to do this. But here's kind of the breakdown of, you know, how I have found visualizing to be very helpful. So number 1 is to just spend a couple minutes Like three to five minutes focusing on your breath first. So, you wanna be in a quiet, comfortable environment wherever you are where you know that you can just like take a second, put everything down, not be distracted, and you just want to breathe. I like personally to close my eyes because I have ADHD and I get so distracted by literally everything. Um, So, I need to have my eyes closed. It's already hard enough for me as it is. Um, And then you really just wanna inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. I find that doing long breaths, like as long as I possibly can, is really helpful. I try to like count in 10 seconds or breathe in 10 seconds, breathe out 10 seconds. Uh, But really, the goal here is to basically clear your mind and get all that good oxygen to your brain so that we can prepare to visualize. Um, So, first, just kind of breathing, calming down, getting our heart rate down a little more. Um, And this is just like, kind of meditation uh which by the way I suck at for the same reason ADHD I've been trying to get better um but just like meditation you don't want to panic if you can't entirely clear your mind it it might be normal and natural to especially when you're first starting to see thoughts coming into your mind uh when you're trying to just clear your mind right so don't panic um, if you can't entirely clear your mind, just try to really focus on your breath. If you find yourself having a thought about anything, you know, tonight's dinner or that your foot itches, just slowly bring your focus back to your breathing. Um, this can be really hard for ADHD people like me, um, but practice makes progress. And also, if you are, if you do have a really hard time like focusing on your breath, something that's helped me is having a mantra, which can be a word, a phrase, a number. For me, it has to be a number because again, it's like I get so distracted that even if I choose a word, I'll start thinking about that word and what it's associated with. But if I just choose a random number and I say, like, one, five, six, one, five, six, one, five, six, there's no meaning behind that. So I find myself able to focus on the breath a lot more. Okay, so we need to spend a couple minutes focusing on our breath. That's step one. Then is the fun part. This is the really fun part about visualizing. So first, you need to think of whatever it is that you want to manifest, right? And I mean, we could talk forever about how do you even figure that out? What do you want? But really ask yourself, what do you want? Or do an experiment, pick a thing, and and let's visualize here. So think of whatever you want to manifest. And I like, like I said, I like to continue to have my eyes closed. Uh, but whatever works best for you, and that's how all of this works, is like, I want you guys to just experiment with different ways of visualizing and different techniques, um, and figure out what works the best for you, because what works the best for me might not be what works the best for you, and that's okay. We're all on our own journey, and we all need to find what works best for us. So think of the thing you want, the dream job, a boyfriend, a cool trip to Greece, whatever it is. And pro tip, remember to try to stay away from manifesting money. Now, not because you shouldn't desire abundance and wealth, but Because what you truly, truly, truly desire is actually on the other side of the money, right? Because you're going to use the money ultimately to get something, to buy something, to purchase something. So if you want to go on a trip to Greece, for example, you should be visualizing that trip. You should be trying to focus on that trip and manifesting that trip itself, not on money Or like getting money so that you can go on that trip. Does that make sense? Because by focusing on the money, you're shutting off all the other avenues of potentially manifesting that trip. What if someone gifted you a trip or you got sent on a work trip, right? There are other ways to get things that don't require money. So in general, it's the most effective to manifest what you want to do with the money. Um, And for more on this, I actually have a whole episode on manifesting money the right way. So you should check that out. Um, But yeah, pick what it is and try to stay away from money. Now, slowly and carefully build up the most detailed image you possibly can of not only what you want, but what you yourself actually see, hear, smell, and most importantly, what you feel when you get the thing. So put yourself in that moment of having it, in any moment of having it, whether it's when you first have it and get it, or when you've had it for a while, um, and just something that happens, find that most pure, happy moment of experiencing the thing that you want, and paint a detailed picture. What do you see? What do you hear? How does it, most importantly, make you feel emotionally? What feeling do you have? And try to keep it to a particular moment versus like a long period of time. For example, if you want a new car, you could visualize like the moment of getting the key and sitting in the car for the first time. Cause that could maybe be one of the most exciting moments of like having your car. And in that case, you'd visualize that new car smell or like the feeling of the leather seats under you, the sound of the engine, the excitement that you feel to pick your friends up for the first time and get their reactions or like the proud feeling of knowing you earned this car. So you're taking kind of that one moment and you're breaking down every little detail of how you feel, what you see, what you're doing, and you really want to try to live in that moment as if it has happened and you are there and this is happening right now. And you want to make the visualization so real that your mind doesn't even know that you're actually not there, right? Like we talked about earlier, you want to trick your mind into, you know, thinking that you're actually experiencing it right then. We are capable of visualizing the same way that we dream. And we all have experienced, you know, that moment of dreaming, like when you're in a dream, you genuinely can feel like it's real or you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh my god, I actually feel sad like my boyfriend cheated on me in my dream, right? Like it feels so real and that's because your brain doesn't know the difference between a dream and how you're feeling and and the emotions in a dream um, and real life. So imagine being able to visualize that deeply and all the amazing things that will come if we can do that, right? Next, I want to offer a unique way to visualize that you may not have tried before, and actually I've never tried this before, so I'm going to go ahead and try it with you guys. Um, Normally, I would say we probably visualize from a first-person perspective, right? It's us seeing and feeling our own experiences from our own eyes and bodies. like We are sitting there. It is us. We are in our own bodies which is all great and absolutely we should be doing that. It is totally the foundation of visualization, learning how to do it, learning how to really embody those feelings and emotions that you and, and really using your imagination. It's like going back to childhood and being really good at using our imaginations. So that's all great, but I want to challenge you to try something new, which is actually visualizing from a third person perspective So I don't mean like imagining that you are someone else. I just imagine that when you shut your eyes and you're seeing that image of you succeeding, you are seeing yourself. So you are looking at yourself and that's the image you're seeing. You're seeing yourself in that moment from out of your body. Um, And you're and you're experiencing it that way. So you're still feeling the emotions, but you're watching it kind of like a movie. And a lot of the athletes actually from those earlier studies I was talking about, uh, say that visualizing an image of themselves versus as themselves. So this technique that I'm talking about has really helped them improve their skills more than anything else. And I find that so interesting. So to kind of recap this visualization technique, which is one of the many techniques that I'm going to be discussing, and I think I did decide I'm gonna do part two and three Um, On the two other techniques, just to not jam pack this episode. And actually, if you guys could let me know and give me some feedback on whether you prefer shorter, like 25 to 30 minute episodes um, that are a little more digestible or like longer episodes that are all in one, let me know. I would love to hear because I'm a little bit torn. I actually think that shorter ones are a little more digestible, but then I also don't wanna always have to wait an entire week. So maybe I'll do like a bonus episode type of thing. But if you could like DM me on Instagram or comment on a photo and just let me know, that would be awesome. But anyway, uh, so to kind of recap, like this whole visualization technique, obviously beyond kind of what we usually think about when we visualize. So basically the main point of this was to really emphasize the importance and the research behind visualization uh, so a lot of scientists have done studies on the brain and have looked at athletes have looked at other people and what they have found is that you know we have the same kind of neurological reactions and fight like neural neural firings that word for some reason is hard for me to say uh, we have the same reactions in our muscles and in our minds. meaning like when we visualize something A lot of the same things are going on in our minds as are going on when we're actually doing it, when we're actually experiencing it. So basically, our mind thinks that we're experiencing something. And why is that good? Well, the more that we train our brain to think that we are experiencing it, the more that it'll like go ding, ding, ding. Okay, that's important. We want to filter more of those things, those opportunities, and those like desires into your life because like attracts like so how you're feeling and the energy you're omitting now um, and what you're putting out there is what is going to come back to you so if you're embodying this feeling of having your desire then you are going to attract more of the things like that desire and the opportunities that'll lead you to that desire into your life And so how do we actually visualize? Well, I like to start by taking a couple minutes of just focusing on my breath, calming down, breathing in and out, and just like really clearing my mind if possible. And sometimes I use a mantra to really clear my mind. And once you feel like you are ready, you want to identify the thing that you want to be visualizing. Um, and when you identify it, you really want to then paint the most detailed picture possible as to a certain moment in time of you having that thing, whether it's when you first get it and how you feel when you first get it or whether it's a special moment while you have it. Like if you want to manifest a relationship, maybe it's like your first kiss and how you feel when that happens and You know, something like that. Um, So, you want to really paint the most detailed picture possible. And literally, we want to be kids again. We want to use our imagination to feel as though we are actually there in that moment. And then, lastly, I kind of just mentioned another interesting new technique for visualizing, which would be instead of being in your own body, in your own, you know, through your own eyes. Looking at yourself from an out of body perspective, from a third person perspective and seeing that image of you in that moment or of you with that thing and watching yourself and your success that you're trying to, you know, attain and those things that you desire, watching that from the outside perspective. So that is part one of really how to master, I guess, our power of intention and, you know, how to really become a master manifester. So I will come at you live with part two and three coming up here soon. In those parts, we'll talk about doing a dream check exercise and dream boarding or vision boarding, as well as the importance of like using affirmations. And again, not just the basic. We're going to get really into the importance of it and some really fun, creative ways to um, be doing some daily affirmations. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I love being here. I love helping you guys with this stuff. And as always, I'll find you guys over on Instagram and talk to you there. Um, And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much. And I'll see you later. Bye bye.